Good afternoon, Wednesday the 3rd of March. Welcome to the Human Results Podcast. A very important day for the UK today as its budget. Uh, Rishi Sunak has just sat down. The leaders of the opposition are replying to the statement. I suppose the first question, Alistair, when does lockdown end? June or September? Well, Ben, I think that's going to depend very much on, uh, on, on, on what business you're in. Um, but, um, yeah, obviously the vaccine rollout is hugely encouraging. Um, still waiting for my call to get a jab, but, uh, but you know, but it's, it's hopefully not too far away. Um, and certainly in the last week or so with the announcement of uh, the roadmap, um, quite a lot of businesses are starting to plan their reopening. Um, and I think that the, but, but you know, the, 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 the Chancellor's announcement today of the extension of the furlough scheme to the end of September is going to come as a huge relief to, uh, to a lot of employers, especially those in hospitality and events, uh, retail. You know, it's, um, we, we've got dates obviously in the roadmap for May, uh, for April for some retail and, and for May, start getting back into the pubs um, and, and all being well. You know, a lot of things are going to be back to some kind of new norm, at least, um, by by a date in June. Um, but we've still got a few months after that of um, of uncertainty, and uh, it's going to take a long time, I'm sure, for a lot of people to uh, to start feeling like acting normally when it comes to going out, entertaining, uh, going into restaurants, bars, pubs staying in hotels, going to the cinema, etc. So um, it's, um, it's a pragmatic, albeit massively expensive move by the Chancellor, but I'm sure it's, it's being very well received. Yeah, obviously it was a bit tongue-in-cheek. I mean, I think it's a, a, an ideal safety net for people to start opening up. And I, I say, I, I think the key date for everybody really is three months after their jab. That's the key date, no matter what's going on and the, and the, the roadmap. So I think the September... Uh, cover of furlough is appreciative to, to the businesses and gives them a bit more confidence to, to keep the people employed after then because they'll know it better than that but of course what it does bring is is that uncertainty of the roadmap's dates I don't think we'll ever go backwards but I think the dates may slip um, and, and obviously that's affecting um, a lot of it, hospitality businesses isn't it well it's, uh, it's a pretty fluid situation isn't it so yeah and the other huge announcement, I think, that will affect you, your good self mostly in the HR world is the apprenticeship, the doubling of the of the grant, the uplifting the grant and, and supporting apprenticeships. They're vital to, to a lot of your clients, aren't they, apprenticeships, of getting people into the businesses early and learning that structure? Well, they're vital for, vital for predominantly the young, the young people going into work. Um, yeah, unfortunately, the pandemic has had a huge detrimental impact proportionately the dismissals that have resulted from it have affected the the, the under 24s um, more badly than other other age groups um, and it's been recognized by the government throughout this pandemic uh, so yes it's welcome news um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get our heads around the details that comes out but yes it's got to be good news for 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 young trying to get into work and employers willing and able to give young people a chance 
And of course, we are commenting on the headlines, not the detail. The detail comes out at six o'clock in the white paper. But we really want to get initial reaction out there to, to the world uh, from a HR point of view. Of course, there was a lot of grants announced, uh, which, of course, the eligibility now, the eligibility criteria is the key. Um, you have to see that you are eligible for the grants loans. This this new recovery loan of twenty five grand uh, and, and above, a lot of twenty five thousand pound debt is a lot to take on for a small business, though, isn't it, Alistair? Yeah, it is. Um, of course, with interest rates as low as they are, you'll never get that chance to borrow again at those sort of rates. So uh, I'm sure the uptake will be will be good. But yes, if you're needing that money to uh, to help banks back yeah it'll need paying back eventually it will be that's always the thing to think about and of course then of course the, the VAT reduction in hospitality has been widely uh, speculated on um, and, and there was no immediate corporation tax rises I think that was the big one we were expecting he has however laid out from 2023 with a tapered rise up to 25% in corporation tax but again that's on profits isn't it so, so we have to be careful of that tax is on profit so well that's right that um that's right. I think again, it's quite measured. It's uh, it won't fit well with a lot of people, but um, uh, it is on profits, and uh, as I understand it, um, it won't affect the smaller business um, and indeed consultancies the size of mine uh, shouldn't have too much of a detrimental effect on. Yeah, it's rather a labour tax, Valley, if we're honest, because it affects people. To up to 25% over a quarter of a million pound profits a year, it really is on the larger businesses, which is unusual for the Conservative Chancellor. Yeah, but I think it recognises the, the fact that there's an awful lot of uh, employers who are in the smaller bracket. You know, they, they, we, we make up a huge, a huge swathe. You look at uh, you look at all the stats, you know, and the, the, the small, small SME employing just a handful of staff, um, you know, multiplied across the country we are a hugely important part of the success of the economy so um and of course profit is actually straight out of the back pocket of the business owner who's paying himself uh, based on 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 the profits of the business not really on drawing a salary the larger companies um there's there's less less incentive to to pay in that fashion uh, and they're more likely to be salaried it was that was tempered a bit by the fact that it, the larger businesses making huge investments can have a huge tax incentive now. So that was that was certainly an interest. And of course, there's a lot of details to come out on investments. I guess they'll be they'll be on the green deal and things like that. The investments where they'll be the most benefit. But one thing I do really want to pick up with you is the new help to grow uh, training and digital uh, vouchers. Uh, investing in the business in in the staff is obviously key to you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. And um, even just the basics of, um, of, of, of employing staff for the first time. Um, you know, employees are, are entitled by law to have contracts from day one. From an employer's perspective, uh, you need policies and procedures and uh, help with recruitment and such like. So, uh, and it, it's all an investment, it all costs money. I mean, obviously, again, the details are very sketchy. I mean, I've got here the management side of that voucher is there's 30,000 places for available over three years, 90% subsidised by government. Uh, participants will be charged 750 quid. Uh, UK business very sector operating more than a year with between five to 249 employees. The participant should be a decision maker or a member of the senior management team and charities are eligible. 
so that really is you working with the the HR people in the businesses, isn't it? And, uh, yeah. and really that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then the digital one, the voucher, the voucher won't publish till the summer. So there you go. So no, okay. Well, I mean, obviously a very quick update there. Obviously we've had to jump on um, without the, the real details coming out at six o'clock. But what, what we can see, what we expected. Well, I think broadly what what people probably expected, but probably probably a bit more. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Obviously, it was leaked beforehand uh, the uh, likely extension of furlough to the end of September. So yes, it was expected. Um, I think as you as you've already said, we, we can expect more detail on that, and I, I suspect that we'll get back into the kind of tapered approach to employers' contributions uh, ramping up from possibly the end of July. Uh, much as was intended last year. Um, I just hope that it doesn't have the impact that it had this year uh, or, or, the, or the last full lockdown where we saw um, we saw employers starting to uh, wind up for uh, restructuring and redundancy, but kind of hoping that uh, there won't be as much of that uh, right. with the vaccine programme and uh, uh, and hopefully the way out of it. So we'll see. But obviously, it's been calculated to reduce that impact. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, as, as an HR person, you've got a lot to read and to catch up on, and things that will affect the yeah. employees and employees. Yeah. You? So uh, there will be further details. Alistair, that's today's podcast. Thanks for coming on so quickly. Thanks, uh, thank you very much.